Hey, thanks for stopping by. This is Free On Board, a podcast by Tridge. You're in the right place if you're looking to stay up to date with the latest food and agricultural news. Now, on to the updates. Welcome to episode 6 of Tridge's podcast, The Super Bowl and Mexican Avocados. I'm your host, Hayson Jang, a global market analyst at Tridge, and today we'll be discussing the high demand and prices for avocados for the Super Bowl and the effect of the ban on Mexican avocados to the U.S. Joining with us today again on the podcast is global market analyst and fruits and vegetables specialist Juan Carlos. How are you doing today, Juan? Hello, Hayson. Yes, I'm great. Thank you very much for inviting me. Juan also recently joined us for a recording on Mexican Lime. So if anyone's interested, please go check that out. That is episode four, Lime Prices in Mexico Skyrocket. So now on to avocados. There was the Super Bowl last week, which for those of you who work in the agricultural sector will know that it's a very significant event because that is when you see the highest avocado consumption in the U.S. throughout the year. So Juan, can you give us a brief rundown of what went down in the U.S. avocado market? Sure. Yes, so as you mentioned, this is the Super Bowl event. I guess it's used as a great peak measurement, like a a great parameter on the high peak of consumption or over that week when um, Mexican avocados are in in major demand in the U.S. And it also goes together with that by that time of the year, the rest of the avocado suppliers in the U.S. are really off season. So around that time, you will see around 95% of the avocados available in the U.S. market are from Mexican origin because U.S. are far from in season and there are just a few really Peruvian and Colombian avocados in the market, almost none. So this is a great, let's say, measurement for Mexican avocados to see where they at that year in terms of price, in terms of value and in terms of demand as well in the U.S. I see. So exactly how much do avocados in the U.S. cost currently? Uh, Well, uh, so this week, the price range would be around $6 or to $8 per kilogram, depending on the different markets. Around this exact time for last year, there were around 3.3 per kilogram. So you could see that there is a big increase uh, around this year, which it just means that consumption in the U.S., keeps increasing despite COVID, despite higher prices, despite a few trends about not consuming that much avocado because it supports different interests in different countries. Despite all of this, the U.S. consumption keeps increasing each year after year. And that's why this year it has reached a record high value. So that is a two to three times increase from what the price was last year. What do you think is the reason behind um, the high demand and prices? Well, every year, this time of the year, uh, avocado reach their highest price because what I've said before, because of demand and the and the only uh, availability being Mexican avocados, the price is normally very high at this point. But this year, another variables come into play as well. This year, also the Mexican producers are facing increasing inputs in, in production, such as fertilizers, packaging. Uh, they're facing labor shortages as well. So this has increased the price, the cost of the avocado in around 70 to 80%. So that's a very 
a valuable uh, input that has increased. And also there's another issue which works in both ways in Mexico and in the US, which is the country inflation that after COVID, all of the countries have faced and has closed 2021 with a major inflation. In the case of Mexico is 8% and in the case of the US is around 5.5%. So all these increases we have to add it to the cost and we have to add it to the normal increase of this time of the year. So this is why we've seen this major increase that we haven't seen before. Let's go back to the point where you talk about the U.S.'s dependence on Mexican avocados. Yes, uh, well, of course, since uh, many years now, the U.S. is dependent on Mexican avocados. Uh, as I mentioned, the, the demand has increased plenty and Mexico being the first major producer, the first major consumption country and the first exporter and being the neighbor of the US, it's for obvious reasons they hold uh, around 90% of the market share of avocados in the US all through the year. Now, specifically in this type of the year for the seasonality issues, uh, around 90% of, of the avocados that you find in the market is of Mexican uh, production. So, of course, there's a big dependency in, in, in Mexican production. Over the last years, we've seen more participation of other suppliers. To be specific, Peru, Colombia and Brazil have all increased their exports to the U.S. But, however, this is very the production capacity that this, all of these countries have and the seasonality that they have been in the southern hemisphere doesn't really compete in volume with Mexico. So for all these reasons, Mexican avocado uh, is still very important in the U.S. and will remain as it is. Great. So there was some pretty big news within the Mexican avocado sector recently, wasn't there? There was. Just last week, just one day actually after this Super Bowl event, the USDA uh, informed through their phytosanitary office in Mexico, the AFIS, that all the phytosanitary uh, inspections will be suspended until further notice. This was because apparently an AFIS inspector, one of the people working for the USDA here in, in Michoacán was early threatened by phone by one of the cartel groups. We don't really know exactly uh, how it went, but yes, the, this was the reason that the USDA claimed uh, and, and officially suspended the, the, the certifications that are made on plant in mostly in the town of Uruapan, where most of the packers and exporters of avocados are in Michoacán. This was obviously a major news in Mexico because only Michoacán is allowed and uh, has the certification to export avocados to the USDA. So pre this pretty much means that all avocados are suspended to go to the US in this particular time of the year. So as you can imagine, it was big news because it, this will create or it is actually creating, as of now, uh, a lot of movement and it can change a lot of the market dynamics in the avocado industry in the U.S. I see. In your opinion, how will this affect the avocado market in general? Well, I mean, first of all, of course, we will need to see how long will be this temporary suspension. Because if it's, of course, something that it 
temporarily for a few weeks. And it could be this way because we are already seeing political movement on the Mexican side. The Michoacan producers through their association, which is a pretty strong association, are already forming a security committee and they already informed this to the USDA. All of this uh, to try to alleviate the concerns of the USDA uh, and so they are able to lift this suspension again. If they achieve this, Maybe the affectations of this, the, the price will hike a little bit more in the upcoming weeks and then it will stabilize and it will keep their normal trend uh, for this year. However, is this, if these suspensions go further, it definitely can create major changes in the U.S. avocado import market. For once, it will create a immediate dry-up of supply. There will not be, within three or four weeks, with, there will be very low su uh, supply of avocados in, in the U.S. markets. Of course, the price will probably triple the, the value that it represents now. But it also will force the U.S. to look for other suppliers, which they already have in Peru and Colombia, as I mentioned before. However, for Peru and Colombia to compete and to try to supply, let's say, to fulfill the gap that Mexican avocados are uh, represent, they will need to enter the market first. Uh, and this is really not possible because they really start their harvest around March, April, and this is when they start shipping their products to, to the U.S. So they will need to see if they, if with some different technology or with maybe with some different varieties, they can enter the market first so they can actually take advantage of this gap that it, that it leaves. And we'll also maybe see another trends um, taking place that, that we have already been seeing, which is other regions in In Mexico getting certification to export to the U.S. That's something that most likely will happen regarding if this issue gets resolved or not. And there will be also major opportunities for other suppliers and other avocado varieties. Let's remember that uh, Has Avocado is the one that uh, reigned the, the U.S. market. However, there are other avocado varieties that are uh, not traditionally original from Michoacán, are, are grown in the state of Mexico, in, in Jalisco. And these varieties could gain uh, more importance as well uh, because they will be able to enter the market from another origin with a lesser price. And maybe consumers, in a way, they are forced to adapt to these new varieties and they might like it in the long run, you know. So if these suspensions go for more than one month, there will definitely would be changes in the dynamics. Right. I guess we'll have to see how everything pans out. Thank you so much for your analysis today and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much, Heishun. It was a pleasure. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, subscribe, and share our podcast. Check out church.com slash intelligence data for more price analyses and up-to-date insights into the food and agricultural industry.